You're listening to Integration Redesigned, the podcast that unpacks ideas, trends, and topics that directly impact developers and tech professionals. Join us as we learn from experts who are innovating and developing emerging tech with the world's leading brands. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Integration Redesigned. I'm your host, Kate Port, and in this episode, I am joined by Matt Durham, Head of Market Strategy here at Digibee. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Kate. Super to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, So your experience within the integration and software space speaks for itself. This is our first time having you on the podcast. Very excited to talk to you today. We've launched this 2023 second annual State of Integration Report, and we've been very encouraged by the results. And you joined us at a perfect time because we were able to leverage your perspective as we interpreted these results. My first question is, what's the most interesting data point that you saw in the report that we're talking about? Well, yeah, I agree with everything you said. The data is really interesting, and it's awesome that DigiBee's done it twice now. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to, um, already looking forward to um, working on the preparations for the third annual. But before we get to that, let's talk about this one. So the data point that really jumped out to me, the stat that I find so, so interesting is um so the question was what percentage of projects in your it backlog require integration support and 60 percent six zero percent of our respondents answered in the affirmative to that so let's think about that so this wasn't a this was a question about it backlogs broadly and and again how many require integration support so what that tells me is that integration is completely core to an enormous percentage of the work, at least 60% that IT organizations are, are taking on right now. Back in the good old days of integration, it was integration itself that would create the backlog because it was really, really hard to do. And it was only done for really um, complex and um, organizationally critical projects. Um, and while those all still happen, what's amazing about what integration technology has, how integration technology has changed over the years is we can now apply integration technology to not only those very complex, um, and, and mission critical use cases, but lots of others as well. And so this data point, getting back to that data point, if 60% of the projects in my IT backlog require integration support. What that tells me is I better have a great strategy as it relates to integration. And I better have the right skill sets and tools as it relates to integration in order to manage the totality of of my responsibilities leading an IT organization. Um, No IT leader wants showstoppers. Showstoppers exist. and, And of course, we all want to minimize them to the greatest degree possible. And what I see from this one data point clearly is um, that for some organizations, integration is a bit of a showstopper. And I'm here to tell you it doesn't need to be. When we think about the impact to the backlog, I'm brought back to my days in product where we want to remove all the obstacles in order to get and deliver our best work. 
We talk a lot about integration being a task and not a job here at DigiBee because it's a part of the process. Whereas in the past, and you know this much better than I do, integration was this huge you know, thing that we had to think about and we had to really come up with something. And we still need to consider it a strategy, but we want it to be something that can enable rather than maybe block work from getting done. And this stat speaks to the fact that this has to be an integration strategy has to be a thought out plan. It doesn't have to be overwhelming, but it should be something we're considering, especially because of the use of data and how um, sensitive that could be. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Um, you know, if we think about uh, Gartner's three canonical use cases for for application integration, data consistency, multi-step process, and uh, application composition or composite application development, um, it's hard to imagine too many IT projects that are beyond very point, uh, very specific, right? That, that don't incorporate one, at least one of those, often two. So data consistency, making sure that the data that's in this system is the same when it gets to that other system, moving from an ERP to a CRM or whatever. Um, um, having the ability, as you said, rightly, to have the integration component of those um, of those programs, those projects, be critical, important, but just one of the other things that has to happen, not a special thing that requires highly specialized skills and and perhaps hiring a bunch of uh, of experts is is really how we in the integration industry, and certainly, absolutely, we at Digibee can can empower that. So I love that phrase that we use at Digibee that that we really want to make, or that integration should be a task, not a job. If I'm a developer, I should see that as empowering. So if I'm not an integration developer and I'm a I'm a I'm a full stack developer, I'm uh, maybe uh, maybe I typically am coding application logic, whatever. I should be able to add the ability to um, to my skill set of developing integrations. And if I look at that stat that we're talking about, right, and and I know that sixty percent of our backlog has some integration requirement, that's that's empowering for me as an individual, and it's also should be empowering to the organization as a way to punch down that backlog and and really loosen things up, which I think is 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 great punching down that backlog is that you're delivering value over and over and over again more rapidly, right? Because it's not just, I want to get through my task list more quickly. It's how can I deliver value to the organization? And so it unlocks this ability to just really get things in front of the people that need them and being a value-driven organization. So I love that. Yep, absolutely. I think one of the things that's been fun to look at last year, this year, and even in an ongoing basis is the impact that this data has had on Digibee as a practitioner of building integration software, leveraging our own integration software faced with challenges of delivering value. From your perspective, because you work really closely with our, our development team, 
How has this assisted DigiB as practitioners? Well, the the data that we um, see, the data that surfaces in in the in the reports, um, is absolutely used by our engineering organization to help prioritize our roadmap. So, you know, every roadmap, a roadmap in a way is a backlog, right? Roadmap is stuff we need, know we need to do, but we can't do it right now for, for whatever reason, for all of, for all the known reasons. And this survey data helps us to, um, to, to shift priorities to some degree and, uh, and to reprioritize. What's really cool about the work that's happening at Digibee, from my perspective, and I'm still new, still new here, of course, but it's a lot of why I joined the company, is that I think that our product has a very much um, core within it. it. It exemplifies or it embraces a lot of the outcomes that we want here. So what do I mean by that? Um, any anyone who's a software developer uh, who has relatively basic um, coding skills should be able to learn our platform to a pretty sophisticated level in a short time. By which I mean hours, maybe days. That's very different than perhaps a year's worth of training and certification through legacy platforms. Um, that's that's native in our technology. It's core to our technology. Um, there are there are other data points that we didn't talk about in this conversation, but certainly hopefully people will look at and talk about things like system downtime. Our product has been engineered and continues to be engineered to ensure, um, to, to do everything possible to ensure a lack of downtime, um, to eliminate downtime, because really downtime shouldn't happen. Um, so so there's a there's a sort of a full embrace of of the data um, that drives into uh, how the product is being built here at Digitree. And I think thinking about the developer as the focus of the integrator rather than maybe a different persona is something that we double down on, which is why it's so helpful to get the perspective of C-level CTOs, CIOs who are doing these integrations, who are faced with these strategy strategic decisions. Because we don't just want someone to implement a strategy that goes against a way of empowering or enabling a development team. Which brings my next question and final for today, which is how can we expect or what do you expect people to use this report for when it comes to setting an integration strategy? I think that... um practitioners should use the report to help guide their decision-making, to help guide their planning uh, in a couple of ways. So first of all, any any integration task <laughs> um, that's probably supporting a larger project initiative um, still has to be planned out and has to be well-structured so as not to disrupt other systems, so as to take full advantage of the availability of the resources who are available, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, these are still complex um, topics. Um, so I think the report can help 
identify what some showstoppers might be um, that perhaps uh, some folks who work in this space might not have top of mind. So that's the first way I would use it. What do I see in here that that could be something I need to be concerned about, but I haven't thought of previously? I think it's also a great tool for information sharing within the organization, um, both sort of horizontally at my peer level and also um, up the chain. Um, if I'm if I'm the head of the integration competency center, I might want to show this to to my boss uh, and and her boss um, so that they understand what's happening in the space and where um, their peer group um, uh, how they responded to these things. Those are some of the ways I would use it. I think it's useful both in planning and also just in sort of a uh, sort of a context setting and educational perspective. Well, Matt, always good to have chats like this. Happy to have you on. I'm sure we'll have you on again. For those listening, we do have the report available for download. There's a webinar available on our YouTube channel referencing some of the data that Matt talked about earlier. Uh, Matt, thank you for joining today. Awesome to be here, Kate. Thanks so much. Yeah. So thanks for joining everyone. That's it for Integration Redesigned. Have a great day. You've been listening to Integration Redesigned. To learn more about how DigiB can help your team connect and integrate systems at scale, visit digib.com. Thanks for listening.